Hello, party people of the party world. It is a great day for anime like it is every day. You are listening to episode 133 of your favorite weekly anime podcast. This is Anime Double Play. I'm here. I'm Mary. Thomas isn't. Thomas is I'm, really... I'm the substitute Thomas. I was going to introduce you. No, Way I'm to cutting cut in. me. I'm cutting in. I don't like this already. Um, Thomas is really sad. He's not here. His boss told him this morning that he had to work tonight. He was like, oh, but I just saw, like, the super cool anime movie, and I want to talk about it with my sister on the podcast. And he was like, I hate you. You're working. So um, we will not be talking about weathering with you today. Uh, We're going to talk about it over the weekend, though, so you'll get, like, a special weekend episode of us talking about the movie, which I liked, but we'll get into that a little bit today and on Sunday, probably. But instead, I'm going to introduce you to this really rude guy who just cut me off. Very rude. The rudest. Who continually is cutting me off. Um, This is Ganon11, Mike Stark, everyone. What's up? I'm back. Thanks for having me. I'm kind of regretting it already. Thanks for not kicking me out of your room. Uh, Let's see, one minute and ten seconds into our recording. Yes. I um, really prize... um, manners and politeness in people and you're just not doing it for me right now i'm sorry to let you down um but yeah he lives three blocks away so he just walked over and we're still able to record a episode tonight so i was gonna thank you but you're rude so we're just gonna start enough we'll just move on yeah how was your week in anime my week in anime was pretty good so um last season finished up i'm still trying to figure out what shows i'm gonna watch this season i know one show that i'm gonna watch uh it's gonna be haikyuu but I've got to catch up in Haikyuu first. I started watching it for the first time um, back in December, and I'm already most of the way through the second season. So, like, I'll be caught up in another week or two, mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to start, you know, watching this season's Haikyuu. But um, I'm continuing to watch, you know, some of the weekly stuff, um, reading Tagami Bachi, which you are kindly lending to me. Yay! Uh, and I went to see Weathering with you, with you, last night. Yeah! So... We had a group of 11 people go to this movie. It was kind we of like, crazy. It's one of the bigger groups we've had. We just show up places in caravans. Yeah. Just like huge groups of people. When Howl's Moving Castle played, 17 of us went. Howl's Moving Castle still like the most people we've had in that kind of group. Yeah. This might be the second most. 11, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, if you guys want some anime friends, join an orchestra. I don't know what to tell you. You know, what else you could do to get some anime friends is join a Discord. I mean, oh yeah, you're great. Okay, forgiven. See? Thank you for coming. I'm back in um, there. And if you're listening this to this and you're not a part of our Discord, we would love for you to join the Anime Double Play Discord. Please find it. You can find it on Twitter or you can email us at animedoubleplay at gmail.com for an invite. Um, I'm really bad at plugging things. That was great. Yeah, but it's it's like a it's a fun time. You know, speaking as a fan and as sometimes guest uh, guest host, it's fun to just hang out and talk anime with people. It's also fun to talk non-anime with people. Like there was a Smash Brothers announcement today, yeah. and I got salty about it. It was, and it was fun. The thing is that bothers me about having another Fire Emblem. It's not even about having another Fire Emblem character in Smash. For those of you who don't know, Byleth the. Uh, Protag from Three Houses is the new Smash Fighter. I've just, like, lived a really good life. I feel like I'm a good person, and I think I deserve to have Sora in Smash. Like, I feel like it's the least the universe can do for me. And, like, Sora would totally fit with, like, I guess now, all right, welcome to uh, 
Smash Brothers Double Play, the Smash Brothers <laughs> podcast. I feel like the theme they were going for, like, from the beginning when they started announcing Fighters Pass DLC people with Joker, was like, we're going to get people from franchises who have never been represented in Smash Brothers before. And they kept that up with Joker, with uh, Banjo, with who else? Hero. Uh, T- Terry, Terry from... Uh, SNK, yeah. um, and the, the Dragon Quest hero. Yeah. Like, all of these are new franchises that breathe new blood and new life into the into Smash Brothers, and they're like Fire Emblem. The ninth the, the Fire eighth, Emblem. The eighth Fire Emblem character. Close enough. Okay. Close enough. Like, right, though? Like, there's, there's eight of them. Almost nine of them. And they kind of make fun of it in the character introduction. The goddess says, oh, yeah, there's too many sword fighters. And that's why he can use the other weapons because there's too many sword fighters. But like, give give us give us Sora, give us Master Chief, give us the Doom protagonist, give us like Crash Bandicoot, give oh. us Spyro. Oh my god! Well, here's the thing with, and then we'll talk about anime with um, Smash Things. Wouldn't they have to be represented on a Nintendo system? I don't know. I don't know. Because Sora like, has Sora's game came out for the 3DS. Yeah. So like Sora's game, Kingdom Hearts, people. It's Kingdom Hearts. In case you didn't know, in case you weren't keeping up, but yeah, right. Like some new franchise, and and yeah, maybe it should be only represented on Nintendo. Uh, and I'll point out, Doom Guy counts. Doom was released on Switch. Okay. So, look, all I want, all I want, is to glory kill and smash. All right, we can move on. I'm okay. done talking about this. Um, one final thing. That was my first time watching the announcement live. So I was like at my desk at work with one earbud in, like kind of looking, and then it was. I was like, no, it was Violet. It was Violet. And Violet seems cool. Three Houses seems cool. Like, I'm not really upset that Byleth is in. I'm upset that Sora's it's not. not someone else. It's not, it's not Sora. Like Sora. I take another P5 character. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about. Okay. Hey, hey, Mary. Hey. How was your uh, How was your week in anime? Oh, uh, my week in anime was good. I. Caught up, not really anime, technically. I caught up in a lot of manga. That's close um, enough. I mentioned Tagami Bachi earlier. Yeah, there was... Also, um, it's your podcast. Do hell you yeah. There was an announcement last week. Um, they released art for an anime adaptation of a manga called To You, The Immortal. Mm-hmm. And I started reading that maybe two years ago. And it's just really good. It's by the same mangaka who did A Silent Voice. Oh, okay. Um, Koei no Kitachi, so expectations are high. And it, like, it, it's a really unique, fascinating story that delivers on everything, and I loved it. And then the website that I was reading it on didn't update it ever again. Mm. So I just kind of forgot about it. It like right. fell into the ether. So I saw the um, announcement last week, got pumped. I was like, holy crap, I forgot about this like amazing thing I was reading. Uh, found an app that had it, jumped back in, happened, I was like, I think I was on this chapter. And it was the exact chapter Perfect. I was on, like, two years later, I'm a god. <laughs> and um, I caught up into You the Immortal. And the cliffhanger I'm at is horrendous, but it's high, it, I mean, uh, <laughs> if you want to wait for the anime, I understand. But it is highly, highly, highly recommended for me. Really, a really fascinating story. Um it's kind of hard to explain. Okay. It's about this like being who comes into the world, okay, as like a cell, and okay. then eventually turns. So it's cell from Dragon Ball Z. No, 
oh, you're just, I hate you. And then he, he turns into a, and then it turns into a rock. And then it turns, um, a dog, a wolf comes up and lays next to it as it dies. And it takes over the body of that wolf. Okay. And then eventually learns how to um, morph into people and can take over the um, corpses of different people. And it's kind of this being learning how to live and the essence of humanity through these different interactions over thousands of years. And um, there's also fighting in it. There are these demons that are after him and you don't really know his origin story. And um, it's just like, mm, it's, it's really like, good. I'm sorry. It's just like what? Mm, okay. Like it hits a lot of really interesting points. Um, it's really emotional. It's really good. So, cool. highly recommended. The other day I was at the bookstore and they had, like, the first three volumes out in English. I was like, what is this? I have no money, so I can't buy them. But it was but cool to see. Them. Yeah, acknowledge them. One of the things I like is going to the bookstore because I read a lot of manga mm -hmm. online. And then I see, like, what's in English? I, like, I read that three years ago and, like, volume one just came out in English. It's Are fun. you mostly reading fan translations? When yes. Okay. Yes. I... Have the Shonen Jump app, which I just use for Promise Neverland. Okay. And then I read all um, illegally. I use the app Manga Monster. Shout out, shout out, hit us up with that partnership. Yeah, sponsorship. Spon totally a sponsor. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I was on a kick, so I caught up in um, Akatsuki no Yona, Yona of the Dawn, which was okay. really good. Caught up in Noragami. Mm. Really good. Oh, guys, I know you all love the Noragami anime. Guys, the manga! Like, you, they could do two or three more seasons with what the manga has, and they're just not capitalizing on this content. And it's so good! We're missing the opportunity. Come they on. are. And then I caught, I'm catching up now in um, Akagami no Shiro Yukihime, which um, sounds like a mouthful. It's like a shoujo. Like, I, I heard Hime in there. Yeah. And I know that means princess. You're doing well. I have exercised the extent of my Japanese knowledge. <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's just like a fun, like, fantasy shoujo thing, but I've been reading it since, like, freshman year of college, so. Yeah. And I fell off, so I just have to get back on. But yeah, so reading a lot of manga, and then I started watching two uh, seasonal anime. Nothing really looks good. Even the ones I brought up when we were, like, doing our previews, mm. they don't look good anymore. Hmm. I don't know what to do, but, um... But are you watching Haikyuu? Yes, but I'm getting there. Gotcha. Um, the first one I watched was, um, Somali and the Forest Spirit. Okay. Which was really cute. I think the second episode is out. I haven't watched it yet. It's about this, like, golem of the forest who guards the forest, and he runs into this human girl, and all the humans were exterminated. Oh. Um, long story. It was the human's fault, though, of course. Like, they were being assholes. Yeah. Um, Sounds accurate. So he, like, dresses her up as a little centaur. He puts, like, little horns on her, and he's, like, traveling with her to try and find other humans to, like, drop her off. So it's going to be kind of like a, a father-daughter kind of journey. Um, or a buddy cop. No. She's, like, six. Or a buddy cop. And he's ancient. Literally ancient. Um, yeah. But it's super cute. And the animation's beautiful. The landscapes are amazing. So that won't be like a dying to watch it every week. But it'll be a good like chill after work yeah. anime. That sounds cute. That sounds like I want to watch it. Yeah. And then I watched the first two episodes of Keep Your Hands Off Azoken, Which is the um, Masaki Yuasa. This season. Um, The first episode was super fun. It's about this girl who wanted to be an explorer her whole life. Mm -hmm. um, and she figured 
well, the best next thing I can do is be an animator and create these adventures I can never go on. So she's in middle school or high school, and she's trying to form, like, an animation club. And um, the first episode is executed well and is really well done. The second episode, I got a little bored. I couldn't watch it in one sitting. I, like, mm. took a break and went back to it. So um, I recommend it. It's very good. It just might not be for me. Mm. Um, but yeah. And then... Oh, for a second, I thought today was Friday. I was like, hi, uh, came out today. Did you see my face? I did. Yeah, for one for, second. For, for, uh, for our listeners, she was super excited. She had the biggest grin on her face. Uh, but it comes out tomorrow. So I watched... And now her face is pure disappointment. I want... No! <laughs> I watched the first episode of Haikyuu in like three years. <laughs> so good. And it's still good? It's still good. This was a really fun episode. They're prepping for something, which I won't spoil for you. Thank you. But um, they have to, like, get their measurements and stuff for, like, you know, okay. for different things. And um, everyone's, like, fighting over who's taller. And Tsukishi, um, Hinata grew, like, two centimeters. But Ka- Hinata grew two centimeters. Kageyama's- Mary, you, can't, you spoiled everything. No. Kageyama's taller, but technically Hinata grew more. So he's like, I win. And they're fighting about it. And then Tsukishima comes out and he's like, so you're, um... You're comparing pipsqueaks to midgets. And just like walks away. It <laughs> That's was really so funny. Tsukishima. There's a lot of things going on. Um, the cool thing about this season that it's going to be two cores. It's going to be 25 episodes. Oh, good. One in the winter and one in the summer. So we'll have spring off. Okay. Um, the, I can handle that. The opening's okay. Okay. I don't love it. Um, I cried the first time I saw the opening to season three of Haikyuu. It was very emotional for I'll me. I'll let you know when I get there. Um, a lot of things behind that though. I used to watch Haikyuu with my friends in college every mm. time and we were waiting for this moment and it was my first time, like we get graduated. It was like fall 2016 and I was, it was the first time watching it by myself. It wasn't sad though. It was like so good. And I had my friend on the phone and we were just screaming the just whole like time. emotionally charged. It was just, yeah. And it's an emotionally charged opening. When we ranked the top five. Haikyuu openings, because there's only five, now there's six. Thomas ranked it last, <laughs> and I ranked it first, and it's, I say Hikariare all the time. It's in my Twitter bio, like at the end, it's just like, Hikariare. Like, it's it's the song. All right, well, I will, Not to I will understand this a lot more yeah. when I get there in about a week. Um, but it was really good, uh, the show. And then I am halfway through Babylon. Well, we could talk about the weeklies. Well, we could talk about some of them, right? You don't watch most. Most of them are ended now. You don't really. You don't watch Chihaya Fudu. I don't watch Chihaya Fudu. Um, I know. I, I may in the future. Yeah, you may. Um, I know Thomas will probably want to talk about it, but I just want to quote something that Thomas said in the Discord because I thought it <laughs> sounded perfect. Taichi said words, and Arata said words. And Thomas does not know what to do with himself with those words. So we're just going to wait on that. We'll wait to get his take. Um, also, the there was this piano track at the beginning of the episode. Woo! Woo! Slaps. It was really good. Sorry if that clap was really loud. Yeah, she just slapped me. Yeah, that's what you get for interrupting me all well. the time. I bet that, that clap looks really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you see how... Um, we'll fix it in post. No, we won't. <laughs> Um, so yeah. So what, so what are we watching? What are both uh, My Hero watching? Academia, I guess. My Hero, yeah. Um. Good fight. I know that you are, like, you're less excited about this current season 
Uh, and yes. I, I think not to put words in your mouth or to like overrun you, but because you read the manga and you liked the manga a lot more. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I just think in comparison, Mike is um, an anime-only watcher, and yeah. he thinks this is great, so it could truly I'm just like be I'm like 100% in on yeah. this arc. Like, I, no, I don't, I'm not going to interrupt you. Go oh, ahead. no, it's okay. But um, <laughs> it was, I don't know. I feel like the pacing was better in the manga. Maybe it's because it's black and white, and the anime has a certain aesthetic that it hits but it's like it was darker and it was mm. creepy and it like freaked you out because he's literally like taking this girl's blood and um i felt like the stakes were higher like i don't know it's yeah. just a lot it's it's a difference in tension that i'm not getting from the anime that i got from the manga but it could also just because i knew i know what's going to happen because i read it which is why i stopped reading my hero academia i'm after this arc is done i'm about another half arc ahead and then i stopped because i had a feeling this was going to happen but um i was I, I am a little disappointed with it but i'm glad yeah. you're enjoying it yeah from my side like everything you talked about you you were missing i'm seeing all of that i'm seeing the tension like my heart is broken for mirio yeah, right. that dude. Um, I think everything is beautiful. I, I understand that apparently, like they glossed over some of the earlier fights and even glossed over his fight. Yes, I guess to make room in their budget for this latest episode, which which th is one of the prettiest looking. There's episodes. the entire budget. Yeah, the it's whole all, budget. It's all right there. Yeah, you can you can actually see uh, as he punches through the air, just the the dollar bills are just raining Fla out, falling and out to the ground. Um, but like, I'm liking this so much that I think I feel confident saying this is my favorite arc of my hero. Oh, I thought like, you were going to say, thing I've seen so I thought you were going to say it's your favorite anime of the year. I was like 16 days in. I think you can say that. Well, I don't know. I haven't gotten to this year's Haikyuu yet. I mean that fight compared to the introductory episode of Haikyuu. It's, it's probably going to go to my hero, but it's not a fair, but the Chihaya Fudu episode is really what All your right, competition enough, is. So like I'm I'm a hundred percent in on my hero. You are liking it, but are compared to the manga not not as much. Yeah. Not as into it. Uh what else are we still watching? We're watching Babylon. We mentioned Babylon briefly. Yes, I um was literally watching it when he walked in. So I'm yeah. seven minutes and forty eight seconds into the Babylon episode. I apologize. Um Babylon's good. I'm slowly disengaging from Babylon. I mean, it's going to be over in like two weeks anyway. Unless I, I keep, take another three week break. I keep forgetting to watch it. That's the thing because it's so. It's been so it unreliable just and, and frequent. Comes out so hap haphazardly. Yeah. But um. Yeah, this episode, the girl, the bridge, no, yeah. and the priest was like suicide. I don't know. I was like, I expected him to have a bit more of a say on. Yeah, that. some of the characters that we're being introduced to seem kind of like sketchy and wishy-washy. Mm -hmm. And I feel a little bit more about that towards the end of this episode, which I won't talk about. Um, <laughs> Thank you. To save you. But like our boy Zen, I'm still hundred percent in on Zen. And Poor Zen. I, th I feel like he should have just stayed, gave up, stayed home with his son, became a <sighs> bank teller. That's what he, that's what he should have done as like a human being. But for the purposes of the show, that'd be such a disappointing ending. To just have him, like, resign himself to defeat. Every once in a while, not saying it should happen here, it's kind of exhilarating to have evil win. Yeah, I mean, that does... I mean, look at things like Game of Thrones and... Devil Man Cry Baby. 
well, spoilers. I'll never pick that show up again. I know. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, every once in a while, it, it it kind of like having having even episodes or story arcs or entire shows that end with the quote unquote bad guys winning. It kind of raises the stakes for other shows because it it makes you say like. You know, it's not so obvious that whatever show you're watching now is going to have a happy ending. Like, it's not obvious to me right now that My Hero has a happy ending. Actually, after this last episode, it is. But, like, the couple episodes before that, it was not obvious to me that, like, we were going to get out of this scot-free. Like, Weathering With You, I wanted one of... I thought one of the main characters was going to die. Not a spoiler. And I was like, great ending! That totally works! No spoilers. But, uh... You'll no. hear more about that in the, uh, the special episode. Yeah. On L-O-L. Weathering With You was good, not great. There's the, there's the Ganon Weathering With You was a ride and a half. All right, I we're going to talk about Weathering With no, You. No, just two seconds. <laughs> I'm done after the sentence. I predicted nothing in Weathering With You. Yeah. Just what the hell was going on the whole time. It, it was like a, an exciting, fun movie, but like, and it was crazy. Like, absolutely beautifully animated. Oh, yeah. It Stunning. Was definitely worth seeing in theaters. Um, but I'm not going to buy it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to watch it again. Unless someone really wanted to. But anyway. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all for weeklies. Think? Yeah, I went through... I'm still trying to find ones to like. Yeah. <laughs> still trying to find ones to like. But the good thing is... It's like sifting through the bargain bin at, like, Walmart. Yeah, right. Like, you know, this is only $5, but, like, it's Step Brothers too. Yeah, Sometimes you have to let shows play out and then see what other people are saying about them and then go in. Um, but I also... I want to catch up in Kimetsu no Yaiba... Yeah. So this might be my season to do it. And if we're not watching a lot this season, I know what you're going to say, don't say it. Um, it might be a good season to do another anime watch-along. We're not doing Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But, but Mary, consider. <laughs> no. What if we did Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? It's too long. It's the perfect length. It's, all right, we're going to move on to the topic of the week. Let's talk about the topic of the week. Um, I felt like the 12 episode last time was good. <laughs> Three was episodes. Was it 13? sue me right but like about that length about that length is good it's good to have something that you're through with in a month right like so do you want to watch 14 episodes of full metal alchemist a week yes topic of the week all right um we are gonna go through thomas wanted to do this but he gave us permission to do it without him thanks thomas um so guys last week the Crunchyroll Awards announced their their list of nominations. Um, and we're here to have opinions. I'm very good at having opinions. So let's have some opinions. We're going to go through the categories, give our takes, and then pick who we think should win. The cool thing about it is that there's a couple categories where I'm like, oh, this person or this person. And yeah. you can vote every day. Yeah. So I can, like, you can shuffle through. Votes. Yeah, which is nice. Um I mean, not that it matters because they have the critics that also vote. It, it makes it not popular. Is that something like a 50% no. share? Yeah. Like I don't really know the breakdown. Um, I have, I'm getting the feeling that uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba is going to win a lot because it's really popular. But was it, like, compared to the best anime you saw this year, was it up there? Right. Like, But we should probably... 
let's let's save that for when we start talking about some of the bigger okay. categories like best anime and stuff. Um, so the way they ordered this list, they have sort of the heavy hitting categories up at the top, and so we were going to go top to bottom, but then we were like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get all these really exciting things out of the way at the beginning and have the less exciting things at the end. So we're actually going to flip it. Uh, we're going to start at the bottom of the list and work our way up to the top. Mm-hmm. So. Mary, what's the first category? The first category, which makes sense why, why it's last, is best ending sequence. And I thought this was worded very particularly, especially yeah. with the opening as well. It's not the best ending song. It's the right. best ending sequence. So yes. you have to take the entire package. Mm-hmm. Um, our nominees are Hold Me Now from Carolyn Tuesday, Veil from Fire Force, Stand By Me from Sara's On My, Sayonara Goko by from Dororo. Uh Chikapto Chika Chika. Oh god. It's the the dancing one from Kaguya-sama. That's going to win. Bummer. And, and then Torches from Vinland Saga. So in this one the only ones I've seen are Fire Force Vinland Saga and Dororo. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not really a huge So, I think I think this is a flaw in me as a budding anime fan. You don't watch the endings. I don't really like endings that much. Boom. I feel like openings serve a really good purpose. They get you amped up and excited for the episode that's coming. But when I watch the ending, I'm just like, I want to watch the next episode. Or like... Well, you have to think about it in the format that it's supposed to be watched, which is weekly. There's no yeah. next episode. But even for things like, I watched Dororo weekly. I watched Finland Saga weekly. I watched Fire Force weekly. Like each three of these I watched weekly. And when the ending hit, you know... It, depending on the episode that I just watched, I'd either be like excited and happy and I just want to watch like the next episode of something else or like go talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or I was like, oh, that was a really lame episode and I just want to close the window. I don't know. I don't have the patience for I think This that, is a flaw in me. I was going to say, I think that is a flaw in you. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is one that I'm split on. Yeah. I love the Dororo ending. I think it's beautiful. I think the colors are great. I think the mm-hmm. art's fantastic. I will listen to that song by Amazarashi for three months straight. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the compositing in the Sarazanmai ending is so cool. And the song's so catchy. And it's like, the show's like bubbly and fun, but it's like a little sad because there's tragedy all over the show. And you actually get like the taste of that like, solemnness and that tragedy in the ending and it's based you didn't watch Sarazama. I did not watch Sarazama. But it's based on the specific place in Tokyo, the specific like district. And they have it's actual footage of footage of the district with the anime characters standing in the places. Okay, that's really cool. It's cool. My votes between those two endings. Because they're yeah. both really good. And that's one of the nice things you can do because you can vote every day. Yeah. Is you can balance those out. You can support both your choices. Best opening sequence, which is fun. And the nominees are Kiss Me from Carol on Tuesday. No. As in, I'm not going to kiss you. That's I'm, fair. I'm engaged. You're an engaged woman, yes. Inferno from Fire Force. Woo! Touch Off from The Promised Everland. Woo! Kawaki Wo Ameku yeah. from Domestic Girlfriend. Yeah. 99.9 from Mob Psycho 100, Woo. second season. And uh, is that a J? Muka- yeah. Mukanjo? Mukanjo, yeah. From Vinland Saga. So for this one, I've watched a lot of these. I've watched uh, Mob Psycho, Vinland Saga, The Promised Everland, Fire Force. 
I haven't seen Carol on Tuesday. I do want to watch Carol on Tuesday. It's it's so fun. Yeah. It's just a really fun show. Um, but yeah, so like of these, so like I watch, like I mentioned earlier, I watch openings. I, I understand the purpose of openings. I'm actually having a really tough time uh, deciding which of these I want. Like to me, I really liked Fire Force's opening. I think that's the first opening, um, which is pretty good. That uh, song is bomb. It's a really good song. Like it's a really good song on its own. Yeah. Um, and then I think of the animation from the intro, and mm-hmm. I like it's it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It kind of shows you a little bit of each person, like each character's character. Yeah. Which like kind of what an opening's supposed to do. So I just think it's a really solidly done opening. Um, if I remember the Mob Psycho opening, it's the one that's all like CG. Yeah, it's stuff, crazy. Uh, which is which is very crazy, but also like very visually stunning. Mm-hmm. I think the couple times I've remembered to vote daily, though, my vote has gone to the Promise Neverland opening because because of the alto sax solo. Because of the alto sax solo. <laughs> because of just like it's like talking about a well put together opening. It shows each character's personality mm-hmm. so well. In a 90-second opening, uh, the art direction is very cool. The song is incredible. Overworld, I know from back in the day, they did the the second Bleach opening. Yeah. A+. plus. So what are your thoughts on Best Opening? Um, I'm actually split between um, Promised Neverland and Vinland Saga. I yeah. love the first Vinland Saga opening. I love Survive Set the Prophet. I thought their song like worked perfectly and it was so exciting and it's Vikings and it's a metal song. So it's all different and very atypical for anime and it all totally yeah. works. I remember really, really liking the visuals yeah. of the opening. Uh, wasn't the hugest fan of the song. It mm-hmm. is a good song. I liked it. I just wasn't over the moon with it. But like the visuals of that opening stand. Yeah. Stand up. Um, I love the song for Fire Force, but maybe it's just because I didn't love the show. I don't even remember the visuals. And I don't really love the Mob Psycho opening. I think the CG looks bad. Mm. And I... Unpopular opinion. But yeah. Um, And I really like the Carol and Tuesday opening, but it's harmless. It's It's a fun little ditty. It's a cool... It's good. It's not great. Yeah, it's a cool sketchbook style. It's perfect for the show. Um, and then I did not watch Domestic Girlfriend. So we have no no comments on Domestic yes. Girlfriend. All right. The next category. Best drama. Ooh. I love dramas. This one, it was hard. Do Let's talk about it. Do you love these dramas? Do I love these dramas? Let's find what out. What are the nominees? Babylon. Fruits Basket. The Promised Neverland. Vinland Saga. Stars Align. And Carol and Tuesday. So... I wouldn't, I mean, Babylon is a drama, but when I think drama, I don't think a show like Babylon. I think like psychological thriller, like I'm not like, oh, so dramatic, getting axe murdered, like no. But like it it is, it is dramatic, it's just not, we wouldn't classify it as a a drama. It's a crime drama. Yeah. It is, but in my head it's not a drama, so that's out. Fruits Basket? Is a drama. Is a drama. I didn't. I was very disappointed. You were disappointed. I interesting. I read the manga, and the manga is really good. And this isn't the same thing as last time. I yeah. just like. I don't know. I just wasn't super pumped about it. There were a couple things that I was really happy to see, but um, there were a lot of things I felt like the first two thousand one anime did better. 
Um, so, Promised Neverland, also don't see as a drama, also a psychological thriller. Almost a horror. Yeah. But, like, more psychological of that. But, I don't know, looking, looking at these six. Like, let's talk about the next one, Vinland Saga. What is it's Vinland an Saga action doing? show. Yeah, what is Vinland Saga <laughs> doing here? Uh, and, like, I, I like Vinland Saga. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm current on, well, current, it's ended. Um, I watched it all. I, I'm going to catch up on that, too. Yeah, I don't think I quite echo Thomas's level of excitement with it, but, like, it was a darn good show. It's not a drama. It's not going to get my vote for best drama. Um, so the only two, the only three dramas here, Fruits Basket, Stars Align, and Carol and Tuesday. And my vote is going to Stars Align, the soft tennis anime that okay. I haven't even finished yet. It's really good. It's a, it's a really good drama. And that fits like, this category. Yeah. Carol and Tuesday is also a drama, but I'm not voting for it. I, I think my vote <laughs> is going to The Promised Neverland just because... It's, it's The Promised Neverland. Hey, they're the ones that put it in this category. Yeah. So now I'm going to vote for it, even if I don't think it belongs to this category. Because <laughs> The Promised Neverland was, like, it was stunning. It was my anime of the year. Yeah. Shout out to the last episode. What's next? So the next category is Best Fantasy, and the nominees are Ascendance of a Bookworm. Which I heard was really good. Attack on Titan Season 3, Sarzan Mai, The Promised Neverland, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, and Astra Lost in Space. So you heard Ascendance of a Bookworm was really good. I like This is the first time I've heard of it. Maybe not really good. I heard it was worth watching, but okay. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, that's the only, like, when I think fantasy, I would think a show like that. Yeah. I would never be like, oh, my favorite fantasy series is Attack on Titan. Yeah, once again, doesn't really yeah. fit, The Promised Everland doesn't really fit fantasy, but, like, I don't know if It's I... definitely more fantasy than Attack on Titan. Is it more fantasy than drama? Yes. Okay. So you think it fits more <laughs> in this category. But, like... Heavily <laughs> breathes. Demon Slayer commits to Nuyaiba. Probably fits fantasy, I yeah. would say. Sarah's on my borderline. There's a, I would say how the sounds on. I would say there's a supernatural. It's su- there's a supernatural element to it. Okay. Which would make it a fantasy, I guess. Yeah. But it like it takes place in like an exact place in real life, so it's hard to like right. cross over that line. Astro Lost in Space, I heard was very good. I tried to watch the first episode at work, but I won't, I really wanted to sit down and watch it because I felt like I was missing a lot by just listening to it. And you haven't had the time to sit down and dedicate. Yeah, I didn't attention. even have the time to watch Babylon today. Well, so. I walked fast. So yeah, my vote. I don't know. I voted for this. Where did my vote go? I guess I gave it to Attack on Titan. Yeah, because Attack so, on Titan's in the category. So, like, I really liked Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. I thought it was a solid show. You really could just good pick, fantasy. You could just pick one title. Um, yeah, but they keep presenting it as Demon Slayer, colon, space, Kimetsu, Kimetsu no Yaiba. So, like, I don't know which to refer to it as. But, like, that was a really good show. I really did like it. Um, I've talked about some of my gripes about it in... Your Discord and another Discord where I talk about anime. You're voting for uh, The Promised The Promised Neverland was fantastic. I loved it. I love The Promised Neverland. Like, I'm so glad uh, you and Thomas mentioned it on the podcast and got me to watch it. And then I showed it to my other group that watches anime, and they're in love with it. And so, like, we've got this whole group of people. Read but, the manga! But Attack on Titan literally made me jump out of my chair in excitement 
almost every episode. Oh, cool. I was screaming with, like, I was so satisfied and so happy with Attack on Titan. So there's no way I can vote for anything else other than Attack on Titan Season 3. I love when things make people happy. I, like, the, it's the so first great. episode of the second part of this season, like, the ending hit. Spoilers are okay, right? Like It's been, like, a year, yeah. Skip ahead, like, 30 seconds if you haven't seen it yet. When Armin says, like, watch out, there might be other people, and then, like, 20 other Titans appear, I literally jumped out of my seat and screamed. I was like, holy shit, it's going down. Yeah. And it went down for, like, seven straight episodes. So... Uh, yeah, I got excited. You're checking the audience. No, I was just making sure it didn't stop. We're good. Yeah. Uh, Attack on Titan gets my vote in probably every category it appears in. Attack on Titan blew my mind. I loved it. Yeah. I like seeing people happy. Today, the Byleth thing made me a little sad. So I went back and I watched people reacting to Joker being announced in Smash. And, and I felt better. <laughs> and then right. I watched them. Um, they also freaked out about Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, a lot of people wanted Banjo. But Banjo... Actually, Banjo kind of belongs in this next category, which is... Best Comedy. And the nominees are... Agretzko Season 2. Isekai Quartet. My Roommate is a Cat. How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Kaguya-sama Love is War. Sara's on mine. Why? How... Mm. How is My Roommate is a Cat a comedy? I feel like My Roommate is a Cat is closer to a drama. Even though it's like a, a light-hearted... It's a like, slice every- of life. Yeah. Um, I feel like Sarazanmai isn't a comedy. Like, a lot of crazy, sad shit happens in Sarazanmai. Yeah. Um, it gets... It's very bright and colorful, but its themes are kind of dark. So I didn't expect it to... I was never, like, laughing out loud watching Sarazanmai. Yeah, so why is it in best comedy? Um, probably because there was butt stuff. Net butt stuff. Um, didn't watch the only one of these I watch. I mean, I'm eliminating Sara's on my because I don't think it's right. a comedy. A Gretzko was it is a funny show. It got really serious this season. It did. So like again, why is it Yeah, so I know Kaguya-sama's gonna win. Kaguya-sama's yeah, gonna win. Yeah, you guys talking about Kaguya-sama and just like hearing buzz about it, mm-hmm. it sounds like that was a really good comedy. From some of the clips I saw from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, I felt like I would really like that show, but I just never watched it. My friend um, Joe, is, he weightlifts and he watched it and he was like, he said like, it was actually good. Like, it depicted things properly yeah. and he thought it was I, funny. Like, well, it's funny that you bring that up because one of the funnier things I remember seeing is a clip of like, I don't remember if the character is putting on a shirt or taking off. I think he's putting on a shirt. He's this very muscular, well-built dude. Uh-huh. And then he puts on a shirt and shrinks into, like, a normal figure. Yeah. And I was just like, that's very funny. That's a very funny gag that they put in there. So we're we're voting for how heavy are the dumbbells you I mean, I guess so. I, like, literally voting, didn't watch it. You're voting for My Roommate is a Cat. Yes, as the only anime in, of these six that I have watched. And you my love vote, that show. I didn't love that show. It was a good show. I, like, I'm a cat owner. It's And cute. I'm, like, watching a dude learn yeah. how to I watched the take first care of a cat. Episode. And the scary. cat take care of him. And it's, it's a cute... Yeah, it's totally a cute show. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. All right, should we just move on to the next category? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I think I will take this one because I've probably seen more dubbed than you. Yeah, there were a couple shows that I watched dubbed. Um, a couple on this list, but... 
Yeah, you can go ahead okay. and finish it. Uh, let me see. One, two. I watched four of the six, Doug. Okay. Okay. So what category is this? The nominees for Best Voice Acting Performance in English are Kyle McCarley, Shigeo Mob Kageyama from Mob Psycho 102. Erica Mendez, Retzko from Agretzko Season 2. Faye Mata, Aqua, Konosuba. Do you see I'm working on my English voice acting? I'm doing great? Keep, keep working. Yes. Laura Bailey, Toru Honda, Fruits Basket. Billy Kamitz, now Fumi, the rising of the shield hero. Get in the robot Shinji. It's Casey Mongelo who played Shinji in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Congratulations. 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 So I was happy that they nominated Shinji or Casey yeah. because um, they did redub Evangelion this year, so right, which, it's up. Which apparently raised a bit of a stink online, but like, yeah. they redubbed it, so people did work on it, so it's worth it counts. making them eligible for nominations for awards. Yeah. Um, so, you watched Furuba dubbed. Yeah, I watched Fruits Basket dubbed, and I watched Evangelion dubbed. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, you did? Yeah. How'd she do? I don't have anything to compare it to. Okay. I thought it was very well done. I mean, like, Good. I I really, really liked Evangelion. Um, I didn't understand what the hell was going on, which is kind of the point. But, like, I liked it, so I'm tempted to just say, like, everything about it was really good. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the movie? I did watch uh, the end of Evangelion, Ay. which, like, provided a more sane ending to the show. I won't say a sane ending to the show, right. but more sane. Um, so I watched Mob Psycho season one dubbed. I didn't watch it season two, but if that's the same guy, he's really good at Mob and he does mm -hmm. a really good job. I've watched both, both seasons of Agretzko dubbed. She does a great job. And, um, I watched the end of Rising of a Shield Hero dubbed. So I have four out of the six. I didn't watch Neon, I didn't watch Evangelion dubbed, and I didn't watch Konosuba at all. Mm -hmm. Um, so... Last year for this, I voted for um, Erica Mendez okay. for Gretzka. This year, solely based on nostalgia, it goes to Laura ba Bailey as Toru Honda because she yeah. sounds exactly the same, and she's so well, she's I love the her. same person. Yeah. Um, yeah, my votes, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and carefully listen to Fruits Basket and then to even Gilligan to like really compare, mm -hmm. which I liked more. I think I'm probably more likely just going to split my votes because like those are the That's only fair. two I experienced and they both did a good job. So I guess I could do that as well then for um, a Gretzko. Or you could do like two for Laura Bailey and then one for Erica Mendez. Then two for Laura Bailey and one yeah, for Erica Mendez. Yeah. Like, I think like Laura Bailey's going to take it. Yeah, I mean, she... She's uh, got the street cred. She's She's been in a lot of things recently and continues to be in a lot of things. A lot of video games, a lot of... You know, voice acting. Yeah. Um, in I, she's a voice stuff. actress. I hope she's in a lot of voice acting. Well, as long as her career is continuing. Yeah. Um, do we want to move on to the next category? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And you can take this one because it's the other one. So this is Best Voice Acting Performance Japanese. The nominees are Mamoru Miyano, who played Ryo Niboshi from Sarazanai. Saori Hayami, who played Shinobu Kocho from Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Woo! 
Yuichi Nakamura, who played Bruno uh, Bucciarati from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. Yukino Satsuki, who played Aimagase in Babylon. Yuko Kaida, who played Isabella in The Promised Everland. And Yusuke Kobayashi, who played Senku in Dr. Stone. So I also watched Dr. Stone dubbed. And so, he was, no, he was um really good, the dubber. So I just don't have any reference. So no idea about Yusuke here. Yes. Uh, so I watched The Promised Everland subtitled. I watched Babylon and watching Babylon subtitled. I watched Kimetsu no Yaiba subtitled. Um, so specific, I guess the only one I really have extended thoughts. Well, that's not true. Um, I thought of those three, those, those, those three shows, uh, all have voice actresses nominated and they're all like, the more I think about it, kind of similar characters to voice. They're all kind of like, creepy put you on edge type of characters uh-huh. um you obviously know uh isabella i'm so, well. i'll tell you right now i'm split between um i'm Agase and isabella those yeah are my those, bo- those, are those my two are both really good at mm-hmm. like sending a chill down your spine like especially isabella just like the 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 contradiction between her like having a very loving and caring voice and you knowing oh you're actually a monster yeah you're actually horrible um and then i'm say it's just straight up creepy love her um, not really but yeah <laughs> love love to hate her like what a yeah. powerful character in a show that you hate very divisive but, like, what a really good character yeah um, um I, I guess i just want to give a shout out to saori hayami who played uh chinobu from mm-hmm. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Really interesting character. Very, like, very good voice acting. Um, she's got some really pretty scenes, which really is, like, what Kimetsu no Yaiba is about. It's about really pretty scenes. Yeah. So, like, I, I want to give her a shout-out. I, I think my vote has to go to Promised Everland. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuko Kaida just, like, did a really good job. Breaking news. Breaking news. Mike's picking the Promised Neverland again. Uh, um, un- unless it's against Attack on Titan. Pretty much. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Mamoru Miyano. He's a legend in the industry. He is fantastic in everything he's in, and this wasn't any different. But um, it's just nice to have something new. Yeah. All right. Best couple. Guys, it's like, oh my God, it's like the category for me. This is so exciting. Best couple. I get my ships. Baki and Kozue from Baki. Kaguya and Miyuki, the thing that's going to win, from um, Kaguya-sama, the thing that should win, Mafuyu and Ritsuka from Given, that show should win, it's not going to, Ryo and Mabu from Sara's Anmai, also giving one of every other one of my votes to Rika and Shun from O Maidens in Your Savage Season. There you go. And then Ymir and Historia. Yeah, this is one of the categories where Attack on Titan showed up, and I was like, so first of all, Attack on Titan, only show I've watched in this category. Ooh. And that couple... Yeah! I didn't really get excited about it. Yeah. Um, also, they weren't really in this last season. I forget if both parts of the season I came out in 2019. I think they did. They had okay. to have if it's nominated. Well, well, the entire... Yeah. I mean, part two of season three came out this year for sure. Last year In the sure. summer. Yeah, I don't remember when part one came out. I, don't I feel like it was either. 2018. I think so too. Huh. Not great. 
Not a and good like, look. In this in this last part of in part two of season three, mm-hmm. Mir and Historia don't even talk to each other. Yeah, they're not even on screen. Historia together. gets a letter from Ymir. And that's it. Scandalous! So like, yeah, I don't you know, obviously I don't have strong feelings about any of the other shows. Um so I, I feel mean, like this is your category to talk. Yes. Um the couple from Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, every couple in that show was, like, adorable. They were amazing. I loved watching them on screen. I loved everything they did, and it was awesome. But the payoff in Given is just so emotionally powerful that it has to go to Given. It was so good. The BL getting your vote. The BL gets my vote. Ugh. It was so good. So, like, the orange-haired guy had a boyfriend before, mm-hmm. but he killed himself. Mm. So Wait, you said that was, like, the, yeah, the so beginning of the show. Yeah, so it's about him getting over that through music with his help, and then he finally sings this song that's, like, so powerful and absolutely amazing. It was the only anime episode in my entire life that it ended, and I just hit replay, and I watched the whole like, thing again. I needed it, like, to process it twice. Um, it was just everything that they... It's, I mean, the show itself was slow, and I didn't like it till episode nine, but um, it was just so worth it. Yeah. So, um, but Kagi is going to win, so it's fine. Kagi is going to win. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something that Kagi is probably not going to win. Imagine. It's best fight scene. Woo, let's beat him up. So, you did the nominees for the last one, right? Yeah, or probably. I? No, I think I did it, because I'm okay. the shipper. That's true. All right, and I'm the fighter, apparently. Yeah. If we're drawing false dichotomies. So, the nominees for best fight scene... Emperor Crimson versus Metallic from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Levi versus the Beast Titan from Attack on Titan Season 3. Mob versus Toichiro from Mob Psycho 100. Tanjiro and Nezuko versus Rui from Kimetsu no Yaiba. Torfin versus Torkel. Thorfinn Torkel from Villain Saga. Yeah. And Ushiwakamura versus Tiamat from Fate, Grand Order, Absolute, Demonic Front, Colon, Space, Babylonia. Oh, the Fate series. So this one, like, this is another one where Attack on Titan is in there. Oh, Attack on Titan has it. That was a really good scene. Like, don't get me wrong. I still will occasionally go and watch it it on YouTube. Do you want Kimetsu no Yaiba to win? Kimetsu no Yaiba. Who's Rui? Do I know Rui? No. Mm. It happens towards the end of the season. Okay. Um, Not like the last episode, like four episodes from the end. And, man, that episode is stunningly beautiful. Like, it's what the show culminates in. Hmm. Um, and it... That's fair. My that vote fair. has to go to that. But, like, I'm probably going to do a split vote between that and Levi versus the, Beast Titan. The Beast Titan was insane. The, the, only, the only problem, and you can't really call it a problem, but the only problem I have with that scene from Attack on Titan is it's pretty short. But, like, it's a lot packed into, like, three minutes. But it's a three-minute scene. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, Attack on Titan, gonna get some of my votes. Commencing Iva really blew me away. Cool, that that's good. Torfin um, Thorkel, pretty good scene, pretty good fight. Yeah. But, again, kind of over too short. Um, and then really stuck me. Mob Psycho, also great, um, but ain't no Beast Titan. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I forget who Toichiro is, so I, I forget which fight I think it's the dad. 
orange hair kid's dad, like the battle at the end. Like like the big final it fight? It probably is. When Mob's crying. Oh, my, my, my son. Yeah, I mean, I really liked that show. I'm not going to say that fight scene was bad, but I don't remember it, which might be a condemnation against it. Totally this, makes sense. In this yeah. category. Um, I'm in my happy place. Next category is best score, which has one of the biggest snubs of the year for me. All right, well, let's um, talk about the nominees, and then we'll talk about who isn't nominated. This is my podcast. We're going to talk about the snubs first. All right. Um, the score in Chihaya Fudu. You all know I'm obsessed with Chihaya Fudu. I love it so much. I am biased beyond belief. But this is, this is just, like, being totally objective. The score in Chihaya Fudu is phenomenal. And the first two seasons used a lot of the same stuff, but season three has a lot of new material that's also so, like, vital and full of life and amazing and brings so much to the show and its beauty. And, mm, mm, not nominated. That's yeah, my, where is it on this list? Yeah, that's my biggest, that's my biggest complaint. It should be there. But the nominees are Hiroyuki Sawano, Attack on Titan, Maki, Carol and Tuesday, Go Shina and Yuki Kajiura from uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Tatsuya Kato Hiroyaki Tsutsumi, and Yuki. Yuki um, Kanasaki is a great vocalist from Dr. Stone. And, and Yuki Kanasaka in all caps. I feel she, like that's worth mentioning. She does the opening to Kids on the Slope. Okay. Um, Yugo Kano, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And Kevin Penkin, The Rising of the Shield Hero. So, no one liked Rising of the Shield Hero, really. Um, Kevin Penkin is an amazing composer who did fabulous work in Made in Abyss and continued to do fabulous work in The Rising of the Shield Hero. The score is actually amazing. Yeah, not um, one of the points you didn't like when you were watching that show. No, one of the points that kept me watching it. Yeah. Um... And here's the thing, my issue with Carol and Tuesday being on this list. When you say score, when someone t- tells me score, I think background music. Yeah. So I don't know if they want me to say, am, am I considering the insert songs in Carol and Tuesday, which there are right, so many Right, because there's a lot of, I guess you would call it foreground mu- music. In yeah. That show. It's a show about music. Music, people singing, vocals. Like, yeah. when I think score, I think background stuff so and i don't even remember any of the background stuff Although, to be so. fair some of the like some of the background music we heard yesterday when we saw weathering with you had vocals in it so i don't know if that's only for the last 20 minutes of the movie they just backed it with vo- yeah that's for sunday yeah um <laughs> my votes are split between kevin penkin and hiroyuki sawano hiroyuki sawano is a legend in the industry and i love like yeah. everything he's ever done honestly I think Promare should be on this list. Yeah. Also, you know Actually, what? Yeah, we two seen, snubs. Have we seen any movies? There, are, There is no movie category this year. No movies. And I don't think I've seen a movie nominated. Yeah. So, what's up with that? It's very weird. Um, I, I feel really bad. There are a couple... I, I feel like I remember the scores from the shows that I'm currently watching. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the Attack on Titan score sounded like, and I don't remember what the Kimetsu no Yaiba score sounded like. That's okay. But, like, they couldn't have been bad, or I would remember disliking them. So... Okay, so... I don't, I don't know I don't know which one I'm going to vote you for. You abstain. I abstain. Um, one thing I forgot to mention in the beginning that I wanted to, I was surprised the first Kimetsu no Yaiba opening was not nominated for um, Best Anime Opening. 
Good Ending yeah. by Lisa. That it was, was like, really good. it was also like, that song was a phenomena in Japan. Like, it hit big. It was a phenomena in my apartment. Yeah. Because I liked it. Really good song, really good opening. I was yeah. just surprised it wasn't there. Yeah, actually, thinking more about it, that opening was stunning. It was, I've said, it was beautiful. I said stunning about 20 times in this episode. Anime is stunning. It's, yeah, it fits. So, a snub back there at the beginning. We'll fix it in post. We won't fix it in post. No, we won't. All right. Should we move on to the next category? Yes. The next category is Best Character Design. And the nominees are... Just say this, the series. Carol and Tuesday, Dororo, Dr. Stone, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Sarazanmai, and Vinland Saga. I have a definite answer for this with, I feel like, a follow-up that kind of cements it. All right. Let's hear it. When I watch an anime, I'm not really like, oh... They have good character design. Like, it's just how the characters are. It's, right. like, hard for me to kind of judge that. Um, so I'm voting every day for Dororo. And here's why. Dororo is based off a 1960s manga yeah. where they, like, barely look the same from before and after. So it actually took work and interpretation and how do I get certain traits from the original to follow through to this modern adaptation but still be true to the original character and I feel like having to go through that process and come out with such strong looking characters is in essence like the only way I can kind of perceive character design yeah. and that's why it has my vote because there was it wasn't just like someone thought of a character and like wrote it down. They had to work with something. I mean, Kaguya-sama is also based off a of manga, and so is Vinland Saga. Mm -hmm. But um, stylistically, they're very similar to their source material, whereas Dororo right. is completely and, new. And Doctor Stone, right? And Doctor Stone, of, yeah. Doctor, I don't, I don't even <laughs> like how the people look in Doctor Stone. They just look weird. As as an observer, I actually think I dislike the character yeah. design in Doctor Stone, like. Uh, I haven't watched the show, so I won't make comments about it. Yeah, um, of this, the shows I've watched are Finland Saga and Dororo. Um, and, like, before you started speaking, I probably would have said I'll split my votes between those two because mm -hmm. they both seem like, yep, I like those characters. But you have a good point with Dororo. Like, right. adapting an older medium to, like, newer animation styles and making that still look fluid. Uh, and, like... I don't think I'm as head over heels in love with Dororo as you are. I liked the show. I don't think like, I was head over heels. I, it's, it's a guy with a sword, Mike. It's, it's a guy with two swords as his arms. And also he had a third sword that he never used. Because he didn't have hands. Because he didn't need to use it because his hands were swords. Love that show. Uh, head over heels. Yeah. Good good character design. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that'll get my vote. Right. I you think, make a good argument. I think that makes sense. Um... We kind of talked a little bit about this with this last category, yes. but what's, uh, what's the next category? Best Animation. Seems important in yeah. anime. Uh, the nominees are Attack on Titan, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Fate, Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front, Babylonia, Mob Psycho 102, on My Vinland Saga. It goes to Kimetsu no Yaiba. It goes to Attack on Titan. Wow! It's a tough one, actually, between those two, but like Attack on Titan... I didn't even Titan. watch all of Kimetsu no Yaiba. And it goes to Kimetsu no Yaiba. Kimetsu no Yaiba had some really well animated scenes, but it also had some really dumb scenes that I didn't think were animated very well. Um, I also don't know how many points I want to take away from it for using, like, a lot of the really cool scenes 
used a lot of CG. Um, so, like, does that That's count a, in animation? Yeah. Um, the studio who did Kometa no Yaiba, Ufotable, is known for that kind of style. They do okay. the... Can are I they interject? How is it not UFO table? How is it Ufotable? Japan, man. Japan. I don't know. Okay. Um, I rarely see anime that look that good. And Attack on Titan looked good. It looked great. But yeah. it also looked great in season two and season one. It has a unique art style, which mm. is enhanced by the animation. But I think, like, the only thing that looks... I mean, I didn't watch Fate Grand Order. I know the Fate series has amazing animation. Mob Psycho has great animation. Yeah. Star is on my... It had fun animation. It was fluid. It was... I don't know why it's there. Vinland Saga was hit or miss depending on the episode, I thought. Yeah. I mean, the episodes where it was there. It definitely did not have as good CG as Kometsu no Yaiba. Really? I have, like, never... There's, like, three anime I can say that look like Kometsu no Yaiba. It just looks crazy. Yeah. That, it, it gets It's a vote. really pretty show. I think I'm probably going to split it between okay, that yeah, and Yeah, vote for what you want, but that's got my vote. All right, we're almost there, guys. I know this is long. All right, we're, we're getting into the, the really big ones. The heavy hitters. The heavy we're hitters. We're getting near the top of the list. So the next category is Best Director... And the nominees are Tetsuro Araki for Attack on Titan, Kiyotaka Suzuki from Babylon, Shinichiro Watanabe and Motonobu Hori from Carol on Tuesday, Yuzuru Tachikawa from Mob Psycho, Kunihiko Ikuharu from Sar- Sarazanmai, and Shuhei, Shuhei, Shuhei. Yabatu, Yabu- yeah. Shuhei Yabuta from Finland Saga. This is my Japanese friend. His name is Mike Gustak. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I'm so thinking. Like, what? So I, think... I really want to know, like, what makes a good director? Because, like, there are shows here that I really like. Is that the same as they had good direction? I also struggle with that. There are only a few anime where I'm like, this scene was blocked really well. I think there are... I might have said that about uh, Rakugo Shinju, where I was like, I actually noticed the direction. Also in Devilman yeah. Crybaby, I remember last year I voted for it because I actually noticed yeah. the direction. I guess maybe another component of this might be like how well-crafted were the episodes themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, how was the pacing of each episode? Yeah. How was it structured? Did it end well? And like, when I'm talking about that, First of all, Attack on Titan is going to come up because holy hell, Attack on Titan. But also Babylon really struck me with like how well-constructed some of the episodes were. Like the end of episode, what was it, seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's episode seven. Yeah. Was another one where I like jumped out of my seat and started screaming. I was like, holy shit, how could you, how could you do this to me? How could you end it like this? And then like that's the episode right before they went on a hiatus. Yeah. Um, and like... That was very frustrating, but also really good because it made me it made me excited for the show to come back, mm-hmm. even though it took almost a month for it to come back. So that one's got to get a shout out. Um, I mean, Mob Psycho. I'm really split good. between. It's hard not voting for Shinichiro Watanabe. It's always hard. right. Yeah, but I'm between Mob Psycho and Attack on Titan. I thought the camera movement during some of the really big fight scenes in both shows were impressive. Yeah. I thought some of the the choices in the slice of life stuff for Mob yeah. Psycho, the whole Reagan in the press room scene is great. Like, I mean, the first episode of Mob Psycho season two is 
borderline, it's top five best episodes of last year. Mm. Um, that's directing when the paper flies to him and you follow the camera to mm. his head. So I'm split between those. Yeah. Um, I liked Mob Psycho 100 a lot. This is my first time voting for it. Mm. So, yeah. So yeah, I was on my two. Um, Kunihiko Ikuhara is um, a visionary, as in he's probably having visions because he's on hallucinogenics. Yeah. But it was also that he also did a good job with Sarazama. But I like Mob Psycho and Attack on Titan better. Yeah. Even though I have cosplay from Sarazama. So. All right. We've got five categories left. We can do it. The next couple are going to go quick. I have really strong opinions about one of the ones we're going to get to. Um, the nominees for Best Girl. We have Carol, Carolyn Tuesday, Chika Fujiwara, who's going to win from Kaguya-sama, Emma from The Promised Neverland, Kohaku from Dr. Stone, and Nez- Nezko from Demon Slayer, and Raftalia from The Shield Hero. I will admit that I voted for Raftalia once. <laughs> I think she's really cute and really nice. Yay. All my votes were funneled into Carol. Carol? Yeah. So, on this list, here's one where The Promised Everland is on the list, but I don't think Emma fits the mold of Best Girl. I don't... Best Girl's entirely... a weird category. Like, what? What? Yeah. And I think, like, of my impression of Best Girl, it's got to go to Nezuko. This Nezuko, yeah, she's also close. So cute, kawaii. This is my Japanese friend, Mike. And, and you and you haven't seen this episode yet, but Chibi Nezuko, kawaii. No, that's a good vote. That's so a good cute. Vote. Kohaku's like almost too badass to be best girl. Like she's great. Best girl, Kohaku like I honestly... think of like Uraraka as mm. best girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uraraka is the, best girl. Where's the Ochako nomination? She was nominated last year. I don't remember who won. Kohaku is actually the character I was thinking of when we were talking about character design, where I was like, oh, I dislike the character design. Yeah. Anyway. She looks a little funky. Um, but yeah, so so your your votes are all going to Carol. Um, Carol's at least unique in a sense. Yeah. Um, Chica's going to win. Yeah, from my impressions, it does seem like Chica's gonna win. But she's not even the she's not even the, the main person. Character. It doesn't matter. No, but like Chica's everything I've seen, like all the little clips, she's very cute. So she's gonna mm-hmm. win. And again, Emma, like I I love Emma. I don't think of Emma as the cute girl. She's like I think the of Emma hero. as like the badass girl. She should girl. be nominated as best pro tag and not yeah. best girl. All right, so let's move on from best girl to. The next category, the logical next category, best boy. Woo! And the nominees are Bruno Bucciarati. You had his name twice. Yeah. From JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. Hyakimaru from Dororo. Good. Uh, Kanata Hoshijima from Astra Lost in Space. Narazuo Machio from How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. We should watch that. We should watch that after this. We should just put on the first episode. It looks really funny. Uh, Shigeo Mob Kageyama from Mob Psycho 100, and Tanjiro Kamado from Kimetsu no Yaiba. So I'm... Tamajina Kamabano! What? Tanjiseno Karasuno. It's a meme. You'll get it when you watch more of Kimetsu no Yaiba. Oh, I was gonna say, scrolling through this, I'm like, it's Mob. 
It's Mob, Mob's best boy. And then I got to Tanjiro. And Tanjiro's also such a good boy. Tanjiro is a very good... So Tanjiro has a unique place because he's the young male protagonist in a shonen show whose main female counterpart is his sister, not his love interest. And so you see the relationship he develops and has with his sister as like, it's a different kind of relationship and it's very pure and good and loving. And like, yeah, he's, he's such a good dude. Um, he's very wholesome. And also he kicks ass. But like speaking of wholesome characters, mob, mob, he just wanted to run the marathon so bad. Mob psycho is the only show where I like believe the, we will win with the power of friendship trope. It works. It works in that show. And, and like, it's because of Mob. It's because Bob is just a wholesome dude. Mob's superhero isn't being psychic. His superhero is being, his, his superpower power. is being good. Yeah. And he just happens to be the most powerful psychic. Yeah. That we've ever so seen. I, I'm split. That's my split. Mob is good. Tanjiro's good. Uh, Hakimaru is the only one from a show I've seen. Um, Dororo should have been nominated as Best Boy. Yeah. Where's where's the Dororo nomination? Um, if you're nominating someone from Dororo, it should be Dororo, because he is... Yeah. The, the one thing I loved about Dororo from Dororo is that he never got, like, super annoying, and he had total potential to, and he never he got, crossed the line. I feel like line. he got close at times. But he's an, he's an eight-year-old kid yeah. who's traveling with... A mutant who can't speak yeah. like he did great i was like yeah. proud of him but yeah so like i don't know if best boy is the corresponding category to best girl and if it was like i'm not in the best position to comment on who's the cutest boy just not how i am but well, like I mean... who's gonna get my vote probably mob probably Ooh, mob. okay see i'm split between him and tanjiro you're going straight mob yeah i think mob cool i think mob all right, total um, taking a turn, a swerve to the left. We're going from best boy to best antagonist. Mm. And boy, do I have opinions about this category. The nominees are I Magase, and oh, from Babylon, Angela, Carol on Tuesday, who's not an antagonist, <laughs> Askelad from Vinland Saga, who's, who's not, not the really antagonist, antagonist. Garau from One Punch Man season two. Isabella, The Promised Neverland, and Overhaul from My Hero Season 2. Before we get into... Season 4. Yeah. Close enough. Before we get into that, um, this is like the second nomination for My Hero, and they crushed the nominations last year. I think it's interesting because My Hero started so late into the season, and like we're still going. Season 3 was also 2019. Yeah. And they're just like... Where's, Where's the My Hero rep? Um, maybe that's because it wasn't great. I don't know. I think it was great, or, but like also at the same time, I don't think Overhaul fits in best villain or best antagonist. I mean, he's definitely the most evil. Ooh. No, not out of the nominations. I'm saying out of a lot of the bad guys. It's like yeah. all for one and him. They're the two most evil people. Yeah, or like Hands Dude, who... I, I can't. We're not gonna kill him because it's my hero. I want us to fucking murder that guy. He's so annoying. I don't yeah. care whose grandson you are. You're dead. Or uh, or twice. Or uh, I don't think twice Toga. is evil. Toga's awesome. Right, but like they're antagonists. They're definitely yeah, antagonists. They're antagonists. 
Um, but like overhaul doesn't, and maybe maybe it'll be different. Maybe I'll feel differently once we finish the season. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like he hasn't fit the role of antagonist overhaul as well as one for all did. Read the manga. Yeah, well. Um, um, so I'm offended that they have Angela on here. Yeah. She's just a person. Just. She's just also a competitor in the show who's like has the most spotlight next to Carolyn Tuesday and you mm-hmm. follow her a lot through the show and they're rivals-ish. So. But they're not. It, so they're where's not our, tags. where's our best rival category? Yeah, Get oh, on it, that would be so be good. good. Best rival. Oscar, Oscar, like he was the protag- he was the antagonist in like the first four episodes, but it's a twenty-five episode series. He's such a complicated character. Not to fulfill my role as the Thomas substitute too much, but like he's such a complicated <laughs> character. He's not an antagonist, but he's not really a protagonist either. He's really, he's like, really interesting, and I don't think he fits in this category. He's like neutral evil. Well, if we're going to talk about D&D alignments, we're going to need 20 more minutes. You're not um, getting it. Yeah. This one, my votes are, like, I'm torn between Isabella and Imagase. That's what I'm it, splitting. It might have to go to Imagase, because she is evil. She is. Oh, and I love how evil she is. At least Isabella kind of lets them go, but at the end, she had circumstances. Hi, Magase is just evil. You don't have to answer because I'm not a manga reader, mm-hmm. and maybe this has happened, but I wonder how Isabella is going to change if and when they return to the farm to get the kids, to get the babies. Um, I'll be really interested to see how she changes there. Based on what we know, though, Hi, Magase is like bone-chillingly evil. And that's really, really cool to see in an anime. Yeah. And part of, maybe part of why I'm liking Babylon so much and speaking so highly of it is it's like the first, I don't want to say adult anime, because we're not talking about hentai, but like anime made <laughs> mature, for adults. Yeah. Mature, That you've right? watched? That, that I've watched at least in a long time. Um, I'm going to lend him Death Note after Tagami Bachi fan. I'm going right? to get and it. And I want to like, I want to watch Monster... Because um, mm-hmm. I remember reading some of Monster and being like, "Oh, oh yeah, this is manga for adults." Woo-hoo. So, um, so yeah, that's the split there. But um, Angela, Askeladd, if you squint and you're drunk, he, Angela, yeah. not Angela, yeah. very upset. All right, we only got two categories left. We can left. do it. We're at an hour fifteen. What's the record for the longest episode? I don't. Doesn't know. matter. Let's move on. All right, this is the Oh, our live the... stream was like three hours. That's true. This is the uh, opposite of the last category. This is best protagonist. Mm-hmm. And the nominees are Emma from The Promised Everland, Woo! Hyakimaru from Dororo, Saitama from One Punch Man, Senku from Dr. Stone, Tanjiro Kamado from Kimetsu no Yaiba, and Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. No one is going to be able to predict my choice. This, this is... This is a stacked list. The only... So, like, I haven't seen One Punch Man Season 2. I saw Season 1. The only show here I have no exposure to is Dr. Stone. And that's my vote. That's your vote. Senku is your vote. Senku is my really? vote. Really? Yeah. And here's here's why. I've seen characters like these characters before. Yeah. Senku is the first Senku I've seen. Mm. I think he's really unique. He's really smart, but he's not a dick about it. He's kind, but he's like sarcastic. 
He's like such Reminds me of me. High praise. <laughs> <laughs> He's just such a fun, engaging character that I do not often see in this show. And if I do see a character like him, he's not the driving force of the show. Mm. He's um, he's not the smart side character who does all the plans while the big, strong, he's handsome not, guy he's does not the it. Armin. He's not, yeah. It's, um, he's enthusiastic, but realistic. He, ha- like, he's a good leader, but he has struggles. He And he's not perfect. He's constantly experimenting because of science. He messes things up. He's just like a well-rounded in every sense, and I would probably say the most unique person on here. Yeah, because we've got Tanjiro and Toru Honda as like the goody two goody two shoes, but powerful people, including Emma Saitama, yeah. who I think is kind of a load of shit, and Hakimaru, who doesn't have a personality for half the show. So to yeah, me, he doesn't have a voice for half the show. I think it's a stretch to say he doesn't have a personality, but. Now we're wandering too close to my thoughts on the Metroid franchise, which is a yes, whole other episode. But so, um, I did not love Dr. Stone. I was late to the party. But do you think he's the best protagonist? I think out of these people, he's the best protagonist. I think I might have a different opinion were I watching Dr. Stone. Um, but since I, I still, can't, It's still like I would have not even predicted myself picking yeah. Senku from Dr. Stone. I'm actually split between Emma and Tanjiro. Um we were saying at Best Girl, Emma should be nominated for Protag. And, and she there was, she is. I and, forgot. Yeah. Um, no, it's not forgetting. It's foreshadowing. Oh, we're so yeah. good. It was an illusion. <sighs> illusion with an A, not tell. an I. Uh, like, I, I will change my mind every day I decide to vote for this between those two. That's right. I think they're both really good characters. When are the awards? We should have a party. Uh, Scroll up. Doesn't say. Oh, hey, you can... How does it not say? You can only vote uh, today and tomorrow. So get those votes in, everyone. Oh, my God, yeah, it's ending soon. All right. And it's funny because it's my podcast, and I get to do the last category. I, I counted that a few categories ago, and I was like, yeah, it's fitting. We so did it Mary, perfect. Mary, take us home. What's the last category? Anime of the Year. Carol and Tuesday. Studio Bones. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Studio Ufotable, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, Studio Bones. Why am I only saying... It's fine. Oh, Maidens in Your Savage Season, Le Deuce, The Promised Neverland, Cloverworks, Vinland Saga, Wit Studio. Very surprised to see Vinland Saga on here. Very surprised to not see Attack on Titan. Where's Attack on Titan? I know. Oh, I forgot one thing a while ago. Where was Taichi for Best Boy? Okay, Where was Taichi for Best Boy? Where was Taichi for Best Boy? Where was Chihara Furu in this entire nomination list? Agreed. But, um, so um, I feel like there was another show I watched this last year that wasn't nominated that I felt deserved a spotlight. And I'm not finding it. On Anime of the Year? On Anime of the Year. Like, where's Attack on Titan? That's the obvious one. And I didn't even I notice know. that until Avocado in the Discord a.k.a. Chris, brought it up. I was like, holy crap. Like, it turns out, uh, if you haven't figured this out yet, I love Attack on Titan. So where is it? Where is it in this category? If it's there, it's my vote easily. Now that it's not there? Um, I don't think Oh Maidens and Your Savage Season should be on this list. And I watched the whole thing. And I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it, yeah. Um... 
It was like, oh, you know what? It's all action. We need one. Dr- we need like one or two dramas. Let's throw in Carol and Tuesday and O Maidens. And Carol and Tuesday was very good. I didn't love it. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I need to look up. Uh, I mentioned this in another Discord, so I gotta look up. Well, okay, yeah. the other one. All right. So the other, I, I had brought this up in my other anime group and mm-hmm. talked about the two that I thought were snubbed: Attack on Titan. I thought Babylon might have deserved a nod, but the more I think about it, the more I think, eh, maybe not. The thing about Babylon is that it's not over. Yeah, and I think you said on previous episodes, it's got to stick the landing to be good. I watched a previous anime from the author of the series Babylon, um, Kato the Right Answer, which was awesome. It did not stick the landing at all. Yeah. The ending was borderline bad. Yeah. Which isn't good. So So I'm worried I'm worried about Babylon. I've been worried about Babylon once I heard it was from the creator of Kado. Yeah. I've been constantly worried about it. And it's starting to my worries are starting to come true. Yeah. But um I just think it didn't finish. Yeah. And I mean the ending shouldn't um like make or break um, anime I feel I feel like you need maturity to accept that but I feel like it's also about the ride and what happens yeah. it's not about just the destination for example Erased not a great ending amazing anime mm. Erased is really good to switch gears a little bit uh-huh. Breath of the Wild not a great ending still my favorite game yeah so, so um so I guess you could judge it on that but for something like this like a, a formal awards show feel like the show's got to be done so given that babylon's not in there attack on titan isn't in there promise neverland promise neverland yeah promise neverland anime of the year um yeah over kometsu no yaiba kometsu i have a lot of praise for kometsu no yaiba but like it had a lot of negatives to it Mm -hmm. that i think bring it down from top slot um like anytime zenitsu is on screen and not unconscious that's a negative um, yeah. But every time he's on screen and he's unconscious, huge positive. Good lord, those scenes are beautiful. I need to watch it. It's not dubbed, so I can't watch it at work. Also, I wouldn't want to watch it at work. I would want to watch it. You want to watch it. Because it's You want to watch it with your full attention. Yeah. And it, like, when it, when it is beautifully animated, it is incredible. It is, get this, stunning. Stunning! Stunning! Um, so yeah, that, those are the nominees and our opinions on the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. They are always Valentine's Day weekend. Mm. Um, February 15th, you can watch it. I will not be watching it. I got tickets to a Broadway show. What show? Moulin Rouge. Ooh. My mom got them for me and Mike as, um, not you, as a... Fiance Mike. Yeah, fiance yeah. Mike. Not friend Mike. As an engagement gift. Yeah, so we have a two-night host hotel stay in the theater district in New York, and we're going to go see Moulin Rouge. Really I'm obsessed with Moulin Rouge. Like, that since, like, really I was, like, 15, I've been up. No, you guys, it all comes back to anime. You know how I'm obsessed with Moulin Rouge? In the eighth grade, I saw a video. It was Moulin Rouge, and Ichigo and Rukia were lip-syncing to Elephant Love Medley from Moulin Rouge, and I was like, this is great, what's this song? And then I found Moulin Rouge, and I loved it, and there's this whole story about Moulin Rouge, but it all started with an AMV. Let's go! So, you know what that means. If you're So, you're going to have a great weekend. You are going to have a great weekend. I am. Go enjoy yourself. It's going to be a great time. You know what that means for the podcast, though? 
It's the Gannon 11 Takeover Podcast. No, I'm going to be here on Thursday. <laughs> I, which is a bummer because um, also Valentine's Day is my anniversary. So every year, Thomas and I are like, we should do like a live stream or something. And I'm like, anniversary. I have plans. Yeah. But, um, no, your plan sound awesome, and you should. I'm so excited. I'm I'm a little guilty, but so excited. Don't feel guilty at all. It seems expensive. Yeah. Um. Go celebrate. But yeah, things are good, guys. That was fun. We're we're basically at an hour and a half. Yeah. We could stretch this out for an hour. We should not stretch this. Yeah, out Yeah, we have hour. seven we minutes close. of dead time. What should we do? Well, six minutes now, but. All right, let's talk about our second topic of the week. It's Full Metal Alchemist Brother. Thank you for listening to episode 133 of your favorite anime double play podcast. Damn it. Thank you for listening. We're not going to fix that in post. Thank you for listening to episode 133 of your favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. Mike, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Guys, thank- I'll talk to you in Discord. Thank you for not cutting me off as much in the middle and the end. It was great. It's about it's about getting back and forth, mm-hmm. interplay. It's about not having dead time. Thomas, we miss You'll you. You'll thank me later. Thomas, we miss you. We hope you listen to this. I never listen to the podcast. I also never listen to episodes that only Thomas does. I listen to it to edit it, but um, I've never listened to a full episode of my own podcast, which is great. But Thomas, I hope you listen to this because the opinions are probably interesting to you. We will talk on Sunday and everyone else have a great week. See you next time. Bye-bye.